Hello, welcome to this Evidence-Based Nursing Journal podcast. My name is Dr. David Barrett from the University of Hull, and I'm delighted today to be able to introduce Dr. Despina Aganustu from the Marie Curie Palliative Care Research Centre in Cardiff University. And today we're going to be discussing a paper which Despina has written a commentary on called Association Between Palliative Care and Patient and Caregiver Outcomes. Despina, hello. Hello, nice to meet you. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Can I, I just ask, just to start, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and, and why palliative care is such an area of interest for you? Um, my background is in nursing, and I've, the reason I started um, um, considering palliative care was because in my clinical practice back in Greece, we were not um, dealing with end-of-life care well. And so being in charge of patients at the end of life, meant that I had to find solutions for their care. And because I couldn't get all the answers I needed, I decided to come to the UK to do a master's. And from there, I discovered more and more palliative care and decided to engage with research. And I never looked back ever since. So for the past 10 years, I'm doing exclusively palliative care and for the moment, only researching palliative care. So I'm delighted to see... uh, a paper looking at the evidence base uh, of palliative care published recently. Okay, thank you for that. And I think moving on to the paper uh, that you provided a commentary on, could you briefly summarise the methods and and some of the key findings? Uh, It is a systematic review of uh, the current evidence of uh, interventions in palliative care, looking at uh, a series of outcomes Uh, including quality of life, symptom burden, survival, mood, advanced care planning, place of death, uh, satisfaction, resource utilization, and healthcare expenditures. Uh, It it looked only on uh, RCT methodologies and included, if I'm not mistaken, 43 trials, but they were able only to meta-analyze 23 trials. Uh, due to uh, methodological difficulties. The interesting thing with this paper was that it is uh, a high-quality systematic review, to my opinion, and it has looked specifically on um, identifying the evidence that proves that palliative care can have an impact on patients and families. It is interesting that they found 23 new trials since 2008, and that was the impressive finding for me. And what they found was um, a clear uh, impact of palliative care into patients' quality of life and on symptoms burden, uh, and an association between satisfaction with care and reduction of healthcare utilization. However, they didn't manage to, uh, they have inconsistent findings in relation to caregiver burden. So you mentioned caregiver burden and the impact of palliative care on those who provide care to people with life-limiting illness. But what are your thoughts on the importance of palliative care to support caregivers? The the review itself found inconsistent findings, so they could not uh, determine a a clear effect on that. However, they did did exclude uh, studies that they looked exclusively on caregivers. So that probably is something we need to consider, why they looked at studies that they took the family and the patient together only. Perhaps studies that they were targeting specifically on caregivers could give us more consistent results. 
The second thing is that um, we have not decided in palliative care about what is the impact we want to have on caregivers. I looked at the, the interventions that the, they included for caregivers, and they are, there's a variety of outcomes, including uh, support, uh, educational material, uh, perception of their role. If Perhaps we can't group them all together as one thing, and we need to be thinking of uh, interventions that they specifically target outcomes for carers. Okay, one of the things you mentioned there is is um, interventions being clumped together under this this umbrella of, of palliative care. Is, is that a challenge with with research in this area? The fact that so many different interventions for so many needs for patients and for caregivers are, are all are all looked at as one big intervention. Should we actually be looking at, at separate interventions for separate stakeholders with separate needs? Uh, th that is a good question. Thank you for asking that. It's the, the general argument that complex interventions are very difficult to measure and show their effect. And apparently they treat all palliative care as one complex intervention. But I would agree with you that probably we need to be more, uh, to break down those interventions and the outcome we want to achieve. And perhaps uh, do research uh, targeting specific outcomes instead of trying to pull them all together as one thing. And perhaps that is one of the reasons we find so many in, um, so much heterogeneity in terms of methods, in terms of outcomes used, in terms of populations uh, uh, targeted to. Okay. And in terms of some of those specific outcomes you, you mentioned there, do you feel there are particular areas where the evidence base is, is strong for, for, for particular palliative care interventions and, or other areas where, where we need to do a, a lot more study? Well, there is, I, I would say that the evidence related to quality of life and symptom burden, they are more and more consistent now and stronger and stronger where we need probably to uh, to focus more is about um, other areas such as um, survival, um, resource utilization, we don't have much about that I would think, um, and uh, satisfaction with care and caregiver burden. Okay. And you mentioned survival there. And this particular review found no link between palliative care and survival, whether it was, it was a, a positive link or a negative link. What's your thoughts on on using survival within within palliative care research as an outcome? Should should we be using it? Should we be looking at more, or, or is survival and palliative care not? Or shouldn't they be as linked as, as closely as this? Well, yes, palliative care is not uh, looking at survival as one of its aims. Uh, it's probably a secondary outcome for palliative care. Uh, we, the argument is that if you improve quality of life and if you improve symptoms for the patients, it's very likely that you'll, you might improve uh, survival. Although this is not one of the, the key objectives of palliative care. And although they, they had inconsistent results around that, there are a couple of studies that they showed, quite strong studies actually, that they, they showed a survival benefit. Uh, one was the enable uh, study from the Bakitas group, Bakitas, Bakaitas and colleagues group in the US, and the other one was the early palliative care study for lung cancer with the Tamil group again in the US. So yes, it's not the primary outcome for palliative care, but if we 
if there is this outcome there, I think it's useful to influence policymakers. One of the other areas that just wanted to get your thoughts on is that the review itself looked at palliative care in patients with cancer, but also in patients with, with non-malignant illnesses such as heart failure. Do you think there's still a perception that palliative care is, is thought of as something related purely to cancer? Do you think there's enough understanding of the role of palliative care in, in non-malignant illnesses? Uh, I think we don't have enough understanding uh, outside of cancer. We have increasing evidence and an increasing interest in uh, palliative care research to expand outside of cancer. But if you see from this study, if, or from this review, nearly 70% of the studies included were around cancer. So still, uh, the focus on cancer uh, remains, and this is something we need to think of uh, in palliative care. Perhaps that's related as well to the fact that most of the studies were conducted in the US. Um, I wonder whether, and I, I don't have the answer for you, I wonder whether in Europe we have uh, been um, more inclusive to uh, other diseases, other conditions. However, we don't have enough RCTs for them to be included in such reviews. And then just in terms of where we go next, so you've, you've discussed the findings of this review, you've, you've discussed where there, there were benefits identified, where some of the data were, were inconsistent. Where do you think we go next in relation to palliative care research now, in particular from a, a nursing perspective? I think one of the key uh, messages for, uh, for me going through this review is that still we have not dis uh, we have so many outcome measures and so many um, methods used uh, in um, assessing the benefit of palliative care that doesn't uh, allow us to progress with our evidence uh, with the, with the science evidence of palliative care. And I think one of the things probably we want to consider as clinicians and as researchers is what kind of uh, uh, outcome we want our patients to have and how we want to assess those outcomes. One thing is that, and I think there is this, uh, there is now a, a, ten, a, a movement towards um, finding outcome measures and um, assessment methods that they would work across different settings and across different countries and therefore we will be able to combine data and provide the evidence we need for palliative care. Uh, one thing is that. The other thing is that there is evidence suggesting that palliative care interventions should be uh, work when they are integrated into the main uh, care of the patients rather than being left at the very end. Those studies that they showed effect, they had started early on in the, early on in the patient pathway. So this is something we, we, want, we probably should need to consider more and more. Where do we start intervening with palliative care interventions in the patient's uh, pathway? And when is the appropriate timing to do that? In, introducing the intervention, but also assessing the impact of the intervention. Because all of these things make a difference in terms of what uh, outcome we, we find. Despina, thank you so much for your thoughts on this particular paper and your thoughts on palliative care and palliative care research as well. Um, the commentary uh, can be found on the BMJ Nursing website uh, and the link is underneath this podcast. Mm -hmm.